Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello and happy new year. I cannot believe that we have made it to 2022. And this week, I'm going to be talking all about, you guessed it, goal setting. What everyone talks about at this time of the year. The reason being, we of course want to start fresh in a fresh year. We want to go into the year feeling organized, feeling in control, and ready to conquer the world. And one of the things I always hear from founders about marketing is the idea of being overwhelmed. And this overwhelm is part of the reason why we come out of our goal-setting sessions with so many tasks. It is true that there are so many pieces of marketing and part of the motivation for me having this podcast in the first place is to break down and simplify because again, you can go down a lot of rabbit holes and break your focus in a lot of different directions, trying to improve every single part of marketing. So today I thought it'd be really cool to boil down the three most important parts of marketing that you need to have a solid foundation for in order to really win. And it's really, really simple. I really, really love trying to test out ways that I can communicate in a really simple way, the things to focus on for marketing that with the hopes that it kind of sparks a light bulb and someone out there and helps to um, reframe a topic that I think just gives oftentimes a lot of stress for founders. So what are the three keys to success? If you were to sort of throw everything out the window and start fresh and um, build your marketing effort from the ground up, I want to talk to you about the three things that you must, must, must have in place in order to grow and scale a business. And we're going to start with the aware phase. So, of course, I talk at nauseum about the client value journey. Um, there's uh, several episodes, but I'll link sort of the the overview episode in the show na- in the show notes that you can review if you're unfamiliar with the client value journey. But the first stage of the client value journey is the aware phase. And this is so important. You need to always, always, always be getting your business, your brand in front of fresh eyes, right? And the only way that you're going to grow new customers is if you are constantly growing your email list, growing your um, brand awareness, bringing new people into your world. Now, of course, it's Beautiful, very important to be nurturing your existing clients and you could be upselling your existing clients. But, you know, if you calculate the lifetime value of a client, you're going to realize that you can't just um, 
be sustained or grow your revenue with existing clients and loan, you always need to be hunting for new clients. So understanding what your awareness strategy is in the first place is an important step. There are only three ways to grow your audience online, to grow your awareness of your company, your brand, and the three ways are through an SEO program, so organic search, making sure that your website and uh, is super keyword rich and you have a lot of link backs back to your site, so anyone that is searching for your business, what you do, or any piece of content related to what you do in your business is found on organic search. And that's not just having the, um, the content on your website be super SEO rich, but also your blog content, your dynamic content, right? And having a content strategy there. That's SEO. Uh, number two is through advertising. Okay. Just traditional digital advertising or any kind of advertising really, but paid advertising is second way of reaching new audience. And the third way is by leveraging other people's audiences. That can mean building partnerships through other companies, partnerships with influencers, um, joining conferences or events and leveraging existing audiences through that. But anything that you do where you're tapping into someone else's or some other brand's audience would be the third strategy for awareness. So if you do nothing, <laughs> you want to nail down how you're reaching new audience. And this is actually a part that sometimes people tend to miss because there's so much, I think, misconception about how businesses grow. I think that there's a lot of stories out there that like to share kind of guerrilla marketing and organic growth. But the truth of the matter is, at least in this day and age, if you're bringing in significant amount of revenue in your business, chances are a good portion of that is coming from paid advertising. And I think that it's sort of like the dirty little secret that not a lot of founders like to share. They'd like to think that their brand is just like so cool and all of their sales come from word of mouth, but it's absolutely not true. I can tell you that with a hundred percent confidence. So don't feel bad if you feel like your organic efforts are not like bringing in the results that you want. And, um, you know, oftentimes even partnership strategies take quite a long time to sort of the see the results of it there. You have to nurture relationships for a long time. So kind of the quickest path to cash is going to be advertise paid advertising. And again, a lot of, a lot of businesses, at least in my experience, uh, and through podcasts that I listen to, don't really like to admit that. So you want to understand going into 2022, how are you going to be reaching new audience every single week? And I like to say, you know, it's best to have a combination of all three so that you have a great SEO and content program. You have a lovely partnership or leveraging other audience strategy and you're running paid ads. That's the dream. But if you had to pick just one or you don't have the budget or you don't have the resources, I would prefer that you kind of start and get your feet wet going 
150% into one direction, be the best that you can be at one of these strategies. And then once you see, uh, results and once you see, once you feel comfortable and have kind of your systems in place, then move on to the next one. But ideally you have all three awareness strategies going. So in 2022, what is going to be the awareness strategy that you're focusing on? I would love for you to write that down in your journal and your notebook and really think about that because once you sort of decided which strategy you're going to go all in on, then you can start getting really creative about ways to, um, improve, be better to learn. What courses can you take? What, what consultants can you hire? Um, how are you going to go all the way? So first key to success is figuring out your awareness strategy. The second key is creating solid funnels. So once you have your awareness strategy, um, ironed out, you have to have in place your systems that's going to convert those eyeballs, the people that have seen your brand, right? For the first time, the people that are just hearing about your brand or seeing your advertisement, you need a way to bring them into your world and funnel them through uh, a process that's going to get them on your email list and hopefully convert them into paying customers. So funnels is sort of like a buzzword, I think at some point, you know, but it is really true. You need solid funnels. And if you're just starting out, this can be really, really simple. It can be as easy as, you know, organic media posts or a paid ad that offers a free resource in exchange for email address. And then that email address goes into a regular newsletter that you send out each and every week. That's the bare minimum that you need to have set up for your business at the, at the first stage. Now, if that is, you know, sounds like child's play to you and you've been doing that forever, let me tell you, you can go all the way with funnels. Funnels are your friend, especially if you're bootstrapped and you have limited resources. I would spend a lot of time figuring out the systems and funnels that you put in place to convert that new audience into subscribers that you are selling to, right? That you're offering, uh, you know, that you're inspiring and you're sort of bringing into your world. But the, but the funnels can be so nuanced. You can start segmenting audience by their interests and put them on separate paths. You can uh, do funnel stacking where you're kind of selling one product and then you're selling another product. Um, you can be, I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless. But again, you need to have solid funnels in place in order for you to have a basis for selling to your audience for your digital email list. So first step is understanding, well, what is the strategy for reaching new audience in that awareness phase? And then number two, have I done the best I can do in setting up my funnels? Now I want to mention this is sort of like the best you can do. Okay. So if you set all of this stuff up, a lot of times, for example, in Shopify or in MailChimp, you can quickly set up like a really basic template for a lot of different funnels, like abandoned cart funnels or, um, you know, purchasing funnels, 
all of these things. What I'd like you to do if you have the basis, the basics set up is really take a moment to make sure that those funnels are reflective of your brand, that you've really done the best that you can do. Be as creative as you can be. Like stand out from the crowd. All of the things like even, you know, is someone going to unsubscribe? There's so many opportunities of saying, okay, well, if someone's going to unsubscribe, what is the process they go through? What are the landing pages that they get to? A lot of times this is set up automatically in those softwares that I mentioned, like Shopify, but there's opportunity there. You could actually convert people that are going to unsubscribe to, from your email list into client, actually into customers, right? Get creative. Like what could that landing page be? Could that landing page offer a discount? Could that landing page share some top secret bit of news that like brings people back in, right? These are often like the opportunities here are immense because so many people just like do the bare minimum. And so my challenge to you is saying like inside these systems and funnels that you have or the basic ones that you are going to set up, how can you stand up from the crowd? How can you really prioritize making the experience, this digital experience, the best that it could possibly be? And don't just do the bare minimum here because that's what everyone does, right? There's a real opportunity to stand out. And once you have your awareness phase, your awareness strategy ironed out and you have your basic funnel set up, right? The real work of marketing becomes campaigns. And that's really what each quarter you're really going to be planning to do. What campaigns am I going to be running this month, right? Creative campaigns, partnership campaigns, influencer campaigns. Um, the real work becomes like, getting as creative as you can and finding the best opportunities. And it's really like that simple. Of course, there's like a ton of other crap you can do to enhance all of this stuff. But if you're reaching new audience, getting them into a funnel that is good and then constantly creating new campaigns each month or each week or each quarter that just reminds people that you exist and that you're there and piques people's interest that entertains them, that inspires them, that fosters connection. The biggest job of like for you as a founder or as a marketing lead is to just constantly be finding new and creative ways to connect with your audience and get them interested in your products and services. And it's really that, that simple. It's really those three things. Now, if you can figure out how to get a flow going in your business that knocks out those three keys to success, you're going to have your foundation laid. From there, everything just becomes ways to enhance each of those phases, right? You utilize social media to spread the words about the amazing campaigns that you come up with, right? Um, you get more specific or more segmented or more niche with the funnels that you create, more creative with the funnels so that the awareness in the awareness phase, you're getting better at converting those eyeballs into subscribers or those subscribers into paying customers, right? It becomes a constant uh, question of iteration, 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 and improvement. 
And I think oftentimes we don't think about marketing in those simple terms. We sort of go in all these really random directions where, you know, you need like a to have TikToks. We want like a specific TikTok strategy. And then you have like your marketing team doing these like crazy dances and things that are just like so random and maybe not connected to your brand because really you go off in tangents sort of trying to chase these different tactics without having like a unifying strategy that pull it all together. And again, it's your awareness phase. It's those funnels. And then the new campaigns that are freshly that fresh creative that's constantly churning, that's going to be people piquing people's interest and bringing them back into your world. Then from there, you can be really, really selective on um, what specific tactics you, you'll employ for that awareness phase, right? Do you feel like you're more equipped to like go into an Instagram strategy um, with your awareness phase and that you're going to be working with partnerships and things like that? Or you know, do you want a paid strategy and you think that a lot of, you know, you want to be tapping in on TikTok advertising because it's a little bit um, more of a fresher platform than say Facebook and perhaps there's more opportunity in your specific niche. You can get more creative, but you want it all pulled together through this strategy of these three keys to success, awareness, your funnels, and your creative campaigns. From there, there's so much to do, but if you haven't laid your foundation, right, these three pieces of the puzzle, um, it's going to be really hard to gain traction on any other tactic you employ because it's not part of the system of getting people into those funnels and those funnels actually doing a good job in converting. So let's look at those three things, these three keys to success as we're going into our 2022 planning. And speaking of 2022 planning, um, if you want me to personally be digging into your business, uh, your marketing strategy, your marketing roadblocks, I am hosting on January 6th, a three hour, totally, totally free um, goal planning session for marketing, your marketing goal planning for 2022 with um, founders in my community. I do this every single year. It is a way that I love kind of connecting with the female founders in my community, not all female founders, but they're usually mostly female founders and sort of helping to just make myself available to answer questions, help get creative, help simplify and amplify marketing for growth um, each year. So you can, of course, sign up. Again, it's totally free. It's three hours um, of me and with other fabulous founders just breaking down you know, priorities for 2022 for marketing in the business. Um, you can go hit the link to the Eventbrite and sign up for that. That is January 6th. I would love to see you there and learn about your business. But what I want to leave you with, though, is something that's sort of been on my mind a lot going into 2022. And I feel like it's something I've been talking about with my friends and family and something I feel like people are kind of responding to. And I wanted to share it here on the podcast, which is the idea of casting a big vision. I feel like I've spent a lot of years going into the new year with the mentality 
of needing to start fresh or to dig deep inside me to be extracting like these goals. I'm talking about business and life and spirituality and health and relationship, right? Going through all of these different topics and, and it, this year for me, it's just been feeling so exhausting to try to dig deep to sort of find these new visions to move forth with in the new year. And as I started analyzing my resistance, what came to me was the idea that we shouldn't be casting new big visions very frequently. And I feel like the reason this thought came to me is because I finished a couple months ago now, but it was a, such a wonderful book, the book called Grit um, by Duckworth is the last name. And her first name's escaping me. The book Grit. And in the book, um, it discusses a lot, or mostly discusses, right, what makes really successful individuals, right? And this could be across any field, like sports, you know, there's a lot of like research studies and interviews with like Olympians or musicians or people that have achieved like really great things in their lives. And the idea of grit is really that of maintaining one big vision for a sustained amount, like a sustained length of time, like years. And a lot of cases what stuck out to me in the book, and I've, I've heard this a lot on different podcasts too, from other, um, just successful entrepreneurs that I admire is maintaining the big vision and staying very focused on it for extended period of time. We're talking years, like five to 10 years of the same, of like conviction on the same topic of the same thing is really what was the common denominator between a lot of really successful individuals. And to that, it, that, that sort of crawled inside my subconscious and is why I've been, I've been feeling a lot of resistance to doing these big grandiose sort of giant life planning sessions for 2022, because I have my big vision And I believe that many of you do as well. You know, when you start your business, when you create your startup, it's usually with this big vision in mind. And so don't feel like you need to go into a new year with like a, a different vision. A lot of times it's about sticking to the same vision and being really steadfast on it. And just strategizing how those three keys to success that I just mentioned fit into what that big vision is, right? And that big vision may dictate what the awareness phase you choose is, right? If your big vision has something to do with, let's say, for example, giving back, that may dictate or may help determine your awareness strategy to be one of partnerships with organizations that share in your big vision, right? So hold steady to that big vision and don't feel like you need to reinvent the wheel. Oftentimes it's really just about laying the foundation 
and just honing in more and getting better, getting better at how you communicate your brand, your values, getting better at how you communicate to your audience, getting better at how you reel in your audience, right? And you convert them into email subscribers and convert them into paying customers, clients. We should be thinking not about all the new things that we need to be doing in the new year. We need to be thinking all of the ways that we can be improving the things we're already doing. How can we make it better? How can we make the copy better in our emails? How can we make our, um, our visuals better in social media? How can we make our offers more interesting? How can we connect deeper with our community? How can we be more authentic? These are the really useful questions to be asking. So that's what I got. Stay aligned to your deep vision. Make sure that you laid the foundation. And again, we're going to be going into much deeper detail about laying that foundation in the marketing goal setting masterclass, which of which all the details are in the show notes for this, um, in this episode, I really do hope to see you there. It brings me so much joy to be able to offer my insights, um, and connect with founders and understand your struggles and your pain points because it helps me to be a better marketer and a better communicator. So I do hope to see you there. I also hope that everyone had a gorgeous holiday and felt that they could slow down and be more mindful and connect with what really matters. And I hope that you feel refreshed going into this new year and full of hope and full of joy because, you know, it's going to be a great one. It's going to be a wild ride. I can feel it. But a good one, not a bad, not a bad ride like what we've had the past couple of years. I think we're definitely stepping into a new era and yeah, some challenges are still ahead, but I think that we are all as a collective, just so much more resilient than we were last year and we can, we can conquer it all. We can do it all. We can do everything that we want in our hearts as long as we stay focused. So hope to see you at the masterclass. Again, details in the show notes for the Eventbrite to reserve your seat, totally free. And I will catch you next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast. Thank you.